hang on a minute. What are we even talking about today? Oh, honey, we're giving the people what they want. everybody let's get it popping for episode number 19 welcome back to the sex and podcast you are here with your host lauren and camille happy freaking wednesday oh my god we don't have last names today we do not have last names however we do have instagrams we sure do <laughs> so go ahead and follow us on at the den mothers that is our joint podcast page at she will florin and at camille misbach our personal pages where we post all our single endeavors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot of now, both of us being available for one on one coaching. That's right. So I'm going to plug us both in here. Lauren is a yep. sexual confidence and personal power coach, and I am an energy healer in the realm of trauma and anxiety. Available for one on one coachings. Both of us click. Oh, our, our websites are in our bios, but shewillflorin.com, camillemisbach.com, and apply for our coaching today. We love it so much. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. It's so much fun. Yes. Welcome back to the Wolfpack, baby. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> yes, ow. <laughs> so today is a very fun day. We are talking about, well, we're going to do our weekly update, so hold, hold yes. the phone for that. And then we gonna are be good. That's right. Then we are kicking it into witchy shit and the divine feminine. Yep. Yeah. And ending with a really fun question from our audience. So let's get it kicked off with our weekly update from the She Wolf. Lauren, you've had a big, wow. big week, haven't you? Man, I've had a big, giant week of Magoo. Mm -hmm. So. So, wow, it feels like since the last time we talked, so much has happened, even though it hasn't been that long since we recorded. Like, we're well, kind right of on was. track. Yeah, but it kind of was because we, we, we were a couple days late today. So, right. I had just gotten to Austin when we last recorded. Think Man, about, about, okay. Try that on for size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try. I mean, holy shit, it doesn't fit. It yeah, does it not fit. It does not fit. <laughs> okay, so I'm in a little bit of a squirrely, funny mood, so I'm going to try to figure that out. I love it when I'm like this. I love it when you're like so, this too. Thanks. When I'm it's like been this too. my <laughs> default. Yeah, if you're not like this and I am like this, it I is not you. okay for Cammie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she hates me. <laughs> There's not much we can do about that. <laughs> when Jim Carrey comes out of my mouth and she doesn't like Jim Carrey, it's a big mistake. <laughs> a big mistake. So, anywho, any hooligan. So, last weekend, and I'm sure this was going to be part of your weekly update too, but we got together to do a Friendsgiving with the crew, and it was so much fun. We had such a good time. We partied. We a little bit of MDMA'd got our got our hearts open. We danced. I had an IV drip for the first time, which was so much fun. It was like a hydration experience yes, and I felt so good. And then right after that, I left to go back to California for two or three days. It was really like fly in, was there for a whole day and then flew out the next day. And um, 
I mean, Shane and I put an offer in on that house and it got accepted without seeing it. So it was my first time going to see it. And it truly is like a little witch temple. Like it is the coolest. It is so us. I'm I'm beyond excited. It's Um, so cool. Yeah. I had some really important conversations with mom and then flew right back, had two days to prepare or a day and a half to prepare. And then all of our women came in for the retreat that we held. So it was, it has been a wild, wild 10 days for me. I slept almost all day yesterday, but it's like all these really exciting things. Like now Shane and I are getting to, you know, design our house. He's making some major moves in his life. We're just having such a good time. So it's beautiful. It's been a little bit overwhelming and I've been struggling to stay fully in the present moment because there's so much whirling around in my head. It's a really good practice. So today I'm excited that we're talking about the witchy things that we do and kind of some of the practices, like our daily practices, so that I can share what helps and what works for me. Yes. I love that too. And there's so much going on. Yeah. You've had a wild couple weeks. I know. So I've essentially- It's been such a wild couple of months that it's like, okay, yes, part of me is feeling called not to even post on social media, but it's because like, you know, you and I were talking today about how, you know, it's important for me to be on there and like be talking about the podcast and be doing these things. But it has literally felt like if I have to do one more thing, I'm going to explode. Like I have, I had to disappear and just be in the trust and like receive mode, which is also the divine feminine. And it's, we get to talk about both of those things today. I'm so excited. Me too. They've become such a big part of my life too, witchy things and divine feminine stuff. Right. So, okay. My week has also been fantastic and there has been so much. Austin was fantastic. I want to stress the importance again of just building deep friendships. Um, Just to be fully honest with the wolf pack, Michael and I have had a pretty rough couple months. Like we've both been in just a very strange place, him with his injury, me going through this whole self-discovery journey. We're so deeply, deeply in love. And this is also our first really kind of serious road bump um, in just life, you know? So we have been in therapy. I talked about that before, but it was so wonderful to be around people who had my best interest at heart (laughs) and just hearing advice, hearing how other people have been in these really long relationships and what they do to cope. And it's like, you really know that they've worked through some stuff. And even if their relationship looks a lot different than yours, it's still just really nice to hear some other people's perspectives. So I came away from the weekend just feeling full of compassion and love and empathy. And I have the opportunity to show up and just, you know, continue my growth, even if Michael and I are in different places right now and just trust in the timing and trust in him that he's going to be okay and that we're going to end up growing together. So I just learned so many lessons from the group. It was very powerful. And I'm going to stress one more thing too. Take a trip away from your partner. This is something that I've never done except for in this relationship because I was always scared that like I didn't want to make memories without my partner and traveling solo is really important. 
And also mm. it's just a great way to reevaluate your, your thinking, you know, you're only thinking of yourself and also distance makes the heart grow fonder. So we came back together after a week, we needed a little bit of time apart and it was like, Oh, we're back. Okay. How fun. It's like, we have an appreciation for each other and have just really had some wonderful conversations upon my return. So I'm feeling so good, so happy. And let's see what else has been in my week. That's basically it. I've been spending, Michael and I have been spending a lot of quality time together that was very necessary. We're Mm. getting ready to travel um, all of December and then come back for one month and then we're going for a year abroad. So there's so much going on in my head (laughs) and Yeah. yeah, making time for practices that are helping me slow down and enjoy what's going on has been a massive part of my last couple months too. So Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about our topic today. Yeah, me too. Yes. And I think we can roll this into, we had a question of, can you explain your spiritual healing, witchy practices? Someone wants to start getting into this too. So, I mean, man, should we just straight up dive in? It's so many, those are three very different things, spiritual healing and witchy practices. They they kind of coincide, but I'm thinking maybe just to talk about first so we can kind of chunk it out just talk about our morning routines I want to talk a little bit about what it means to be a witch first okay because I think that people like I have identified as a witch for literally 10 years now like it's been a really long time for me and it it has looked different in every different phase of my life but going back to like the original name word witch is actually just like a powerful spiritual woman yeah it's just somebody and so it became demonized with the witch trials and with mm-hmm. you know like burning women at the fucking stake yeah when these women were literally their, like apothecary <laughs> like healers, healers. And, I mean they burned people who weren't didn't even weren't even witches but it was like you know anybody that could have had any kind of magic and so it scared people away from that type of ideology and like that kind of energy but really what it means to be a witch is like you're using the sacred elements which are is earth like earth wind fire air and you're using those elements to just make your life better Never to cast spells against other people, never to wish poorly on others, but to just bring positive energy in your life and to really tap into the divine feminine that lives within you. Yeah. It includes your sexuality, your sensuality, your nurturing nature, your maternal nature. And it's really when you look around you and you see like flowers and butterflies and deer and all of that stuff, that's magic. When you look in the eye, in your own eyes in the mirror and you see that it looks like a galaxy, that's magic. When you look at your pussy, that's magic. Like all of yeah. that stuff exists. I want to just like speaking of magic, the small chance, like almost impossible chance that you were even born onto this earth is fucking magic. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you really just sit outside and think about what the fuck life is, like all of your life is magic. Mm -hmm. All of your life is magic. Feet, hands, like 
the breath, the, anything you do to create the fact that we create life. I mean, it's just so incredible. Everything's magic. <laughs> Everything is magic. And so to assume that you are other than magic and that you are other than a magic practitioner is just asinine, if you yes. ask me. Like that, it, it, it's you You can d- do whatever you want. You can decide whatever you want. But isn't it kind of a good idea to work with the energy that's happening around you and like for you? Yes. To me, it seems like, yes, I love working with universal energy and having these practices. I feel so good. Yeah. I feel so woman, mm-hmm. right? I feel like just a woman when I'm in my magic. Yes. Like, that's just so fun. So do I. So, um, that person, you know, I'm a personal power coach. And what I should say is that I'm a personal magic coach yeah, because I'm a magic it really coach. is <laughs> like I'm a magic coach. That is what it is. Yeah. So um, anyway, that I just wanted to give that little section here. But I, I guess I also want to say that when I was 19, I was in a feminist literature class and my whole life I'd been really drawn to the outdoors, specifically to the mountains, which is why it's so exciting that Shane and I have a home in the mountains now. But I was specifically drawn to like moss and dew and like the smell of cedar and the roots and Mm -hmm. the dirt and all of that kind of stuff. And I was in a feminist class and we read this passage from a woman. She's a scholar. She has a PhD, but her name is Starhawk. That's what her name is. And it was about how her body was like becoming the earth. And I remember just crying in my dorm bed, just reading it to my (laughs) friends. And they were kind of looking at me cross-eyed. And I'm like, don't you get it? We're witches. (laughs) Like, it's so beautiful. But it's literally been like so long for me of really leaning into that and telling all the women I know about their witchy (laughs) powers. So like, (laughs) so it really makes sense. You're a witch too? And they're just like, no. You're like, yeah. You'll see eventually. <laughs> no, you are. I see it. Trust me. It's in your nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so it's really exciting that that's kind of where my work has led me is to like just reminding people of their power and, yes. and I mean their magic. Yeah. You know? I think but that I'm, anyway. I'm really glad that you covered that in the beginning because Man, I think witchiness has become a part of my life. And I kind of like, I ignored it, but it was always in my mind. Like I always wanted to buy people crystals and books and like, I don't know, little wands and stuff. But I just was like, yeah, but I'm not a witch. You know, I kind of had fallen into this, a little bit of a masculine cultural standard for what I thought like a powerful businesswoman was. And I think Mm -hmm. that'll tie into divine femininity, um, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But through my plant medicine journeys, I have greatly tapped into my witchiness, which looks a little bit different than Lauren's. But my daily practices have become more rooted in creativity, which for me is a witchy power. And Mm. that for me has come in the form of like using my voice and actually singing. Like it feels very getting in touch with the universe. And it it almost feels if I'm like really singing, like really into it, it feels like it's not me. (laughs) It's like getting in touch with the universe. So that 
painting to me has become extremely um, witchy. So I'm just naming a couple of things that I randomly do. And then we can talk about morning routine stuff too. But mm-hmm. um, creating also cooking has become something that I feel like, I don't know. It's something about like creating little recipes and stuff that has become part of my witchy essence. <laughs> well, Camille, wait, I, I just have to butt in here because it's the apothecary part of you. Yeah. You're actually like mixing different colors and making something mm-hmm. like the specific color that you want and melding it with a different something else. It's like you're doing little spells. It like is. When you're, when you're cooking, it's marrying the different flavors and doing all of that. So it's just kind of like what we talk about with meditative practices or mindfulness practices. Yeah. Anything that is intentional can be whatever you want it to be. Yes. You can say like – part of being a witch like when I'm thinking that I'm thinking of Halloween town right when like the grandmother is in her her little cottage and (gasps) she's like making the spell to see Calabar's revenge and like they put the crystal ball and see the face and it's like but it's yeah (laughs) right you're putting like a little dash of this and a little dash of that like anything can be witchy it's so fun it's It's so so fun fun. it's just kind of Mm -hmm. recognizing the magic in things and then almost turning things into like a sensual practice. I just saw one of our friends posted about this, but there is something so sensual, not sexual. It's different. Sensual about witchhood, like feeling your body and like rubbing dirt on your body and whipping things up in the kitchen. It's like everything that you touch becomes a little bit more sensual. And that's Mm -hmm. been huge part of my witchy awakening. <laughs> and you know, the, the I guess well, my witchy awakening I love mm-hmm. that. But I mean, I think too like so much it's like anything that I, I'll say this. Anything, any content, any photos, anything yeah. that anybody has seen of mine mm-hmm. is my witch. Yeah. Like, you think that it's this thing that you practice in private, but like all of my writing, talking about sexifying your space, anything I do to talk about sex, sex magic is not a joke. Like I'm doing this stuff and you're feeling it yeah. as a result. Like when you, when I'm talking about, I wrote that blog, sexify your space, you can literally replace the word sexify with witchify. Yeah. Like making your space witchy and fun and like having you know, incense burning and peacock feathers and like whatever it is, little candles around, Mm. putting on sensual music while you're cooking, having your fridge organized in a nice way, having your spice cabinet organized in a nice way. It's like all of that is to be in your magic. Yeah, it really is. It's so fun. It is. Okay. So I was going to say a morning routine, but instead of that, are there a couple things in your day that you can describe that you do that you feel are, I'm quoting, but like your witchy practices, like things that wouldn't just be like a typical practice? I mean, yes, I have a very specific, very, very specific things that I do. Okay. Let's hear it. So, okay. So I... I'm going to describe my whole morning routine because you'll see how it stacks on as like it's me getting into my power every day. And when I don't do this, I feel 
out of my power. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't fully do this today and I feel a little bit wonky because I got too so excited about. So do I. About, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I was too excited about um, shopping for furniture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it went straight into that. But so my, my morning looks a little bit something like this. I wake up in the morning and I do not look at my phone. My phone's on airplane mode all night. I do not check my phone. I barely even check what time it is. I, I don't look at my phone. So I don't know the time. Um, I wake up. I immediately brush my teeth, do my tongue scrape practice, mm-hmm. and put on a little bit of makeup. Okay. I've said this before. I don't wear a lot of makeup. That maybe takes me like 10 minutes. I obviously don't have to do my hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I'm lucky, I also poop and then rinse my ass in the shower. Like well. that's what I do. <laughs> I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. But this is like a cleansing practice for me. Then I go to my dresser where all my jewelry is sitting. I put on my hoops. I put on my necklaces that like hang into my cleavage. I love to feel sexy like that. And I put on all of my rings. Mm-hmm. So now I'm feeling sexy, alive, and ready for the day. I'm empty. I'm clean. My face looks beautiful. And I have my jewelry on, which makes me feel like a badass. Then I'll put on like a cozy but still sexy little like outfit that's usually flowy. It's usually black. Today it's white. And then I go into the kitchen. I have my matcha that Shane has usually already made me. And I go to my altar and I light my altar candles, which is I have a black candle to represent the darkness in me, a white candle to represent the light in me. I thank each of them for like helping me bring in the day. And then I also light an incense Mm. and open my doors. I open doors to the outside to Mm -hmm. get like circulation, air coming in. And then I spread out my tarot cards and I do a three card pull for the day. And those will be like, you know, it just depends what they are. I'll ask them a question. I'll say, show me what I need to see. It's kind of whatever. I'm not going to get into like a whole tarot practice right now. But that's what I do. And then normally I'll either do some hape, um, also known as rape, which is like a tobacco that you basically blow up your nostrils. It hurts like hell, but it clears out (laughs) all your sinuses and makes you feel really grounded. Mm -hmm. And um, then I meditate. Sometimes Shane will play the drum. Sometimes he's doing this with me. Sometimes he's like already on his different meditation practice. And then by that time, it's like nine o'clock and my day is, has begun and I eat breakfast. But that's my, basically my entire morning is witchy. Sometimes we'll have (laughs) sex too, which is great. Yeah. But that's like my whole morning is a witchy practice. Yeah. And then it makes my whole day witchy because I feel so good. I'm just like, oh my God, this is great. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll journal in that time too. Like sometimes I'll do hoppe, meditate a little, and then journal. Yeah. But the journaling isn't every single day. I, I also like to journal before bed. Okay. I absolutely love so, it. You have such a specific routine, which I really love. And I have recently removed uh, any like guilt about doing a morning routine. So I actually wrote a post hmm. about this. And it was about you're doing too much and we can explain this during I'll I'll really go into that caption during the divine feminine aspect of it but I'll just explain a little bit about my morning routine my morning routine is super freaking minimal because right now that's realistic for me Mm -hmm. and I recognize that I can incorporate things as they come and 
I don't need to do it all at once. This lifestyle that I'm living now is completely different from what my life looked like about six months ago. And I'll go into that Mm -hmm. in the divine feminine section, but I am starting to incorporate things that make me happy that I can consistently do. And, um, that is wake up. I brush my teeth. I put something very cozy on. I go into the kitchen and I make a matcha latte in a very specific way. (laughs) I have agave. I have pumpkin spice, soy milk. I microwave it, froth it up, and then I do water in matcha. I have another special matcha blender and make it into like a foamy little matcha latte. And then I do – I have been starting my day, which I didn't get to do it today because I was – you know, out of bed, but I also do poop (laughs) after that. Yeah. Like literally totally cleanse. And then I do five to 10 minutes of breath work. Mm. And, um, Shane actually has been teaching me a lot about breath work and I've been listening to podcasts on it and like seeing what's best for me. And I, we do, (laughs) I think it's called breath of fire that he taught me, but Mm -hmm. I call it dragon breath (laughs) because I think Mm -hmm. that's funnier. I do that for a minute and a half. And then I have an app called apnea trainer, which you can do pranayama breathing. Oh my God. Okay. Molly is also laying on the lap, which just, she's the cutest dog in the whole world. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I do an apnea trainer and I do it for like five to seven minutes and it's basically inhale, um, inhale, hold, exhale, pause, inhale, hold, exhale, pause. And it, it says out loud, inhale, hold, exhale, pause. So it's a really good way to slow your breath. And I'm working up towards just less breaths per minute. And it's something that helps has been helping with panic that I've been dealing with. And also it's just a really great way to awaken my day. Mm -hmm. You feel so alive after doing breath work. So I love that. I'll probably write a blog post soon because I did one about breath and then I want to do one about like this specific breath that I've been doing. Um, But I absolutely love that. And we have been lighting candles or incense in our house every single day. And Mm -hmm. just smelling that we always have our doors open. Um, Just the flow of stuff. I've either been lighting copal or candles. We're just burning through them left and right. But it does feel like our house is cleansed and beautiful. So those are my practices. And I do a couple more practices too, but I think they more fit into divine feminine. So I want to do that in Divine Feminine. Yeah. I think um, I love what you said at the very beginning about not feeling guilty mm. because I I feel that way too. Like especially I've been traveling so much. It feels like I've – like Shane and I have basically completely stopped working out and there's mm-hmm. – it's like I do feel this enormous amount of guilt if I'm not doing – exactly my routine that I know helps me feel great. But I think there's practice in that too, which is knowing that no matter what kind of practice you're in, your power is always in you. Yeah. Like it isn't just, you don't have to do these specific things. The most important thing that you can ever do is just take intentional breaths during the day. Yeah. Like breathe intentionally during the day. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Is – Truly, that's it. Sounds like, oh my gosh, okay, I, I don't know. I need to get an altar. I need to, you know, get all of this stuff. 
at the end of the day, and I'm telling myself this too, it doesn't matter how many crystals you have, what kind of candles you have. It doesn't matter if you know all of the major and minor arcana in a tarot deck. It doesn't matter. The thing that matters is are you down with you? Yeah. Like are, is your breath in alignment with your heart and are you able to calm your mind? Like yeah. that's the true magic. So – Yes, have a routine. Yes, do things that make you feel good. Create a space that feels fantastic. But don't forget, don't ever forget that the calm that you can feel in your body, the true calm, the true zen, that's where your magic is. Yeah. So focus on that before thinking that you have to do all of these external practices because you're – those external practices won't always be with you, but your lungs, your breath, and your divinity will always be with you. Yeah. So I was going to say too, so this rolls right into our divine feminine, but a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. and this is what my post was about, we want to integrate more practices to become more feminine. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of this (laughs) double-edged sword. And that's what I started realizing too. Like, I wrote a full list of everything I wanted to do every day. <laughs> mm, Tarot card okay. pulling, going on a walk, journaling, doing all this stuff. And then I forgot the main aspect of divine feminine, which is just to be. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to almost integrate feminine practices into my life in a masculine way. (laughs) And I Mm -hmm. realized I was creating more stress in my life by trying to do so many things. It was the doing like, do this, do this, do this. It's going to, you're going to be more witchy, more feminine, um, all that stuff. And then I'm like, man, if I do all of this stuff in the morning, I don't even have time to breathe. Like, am I, Mm -hmm. am I just, do I have time to just walk around and like, have a moment in my day no I'm doing too much I'm doing too much (laughs) too many feminine things (laughs) yeah so I decided my most feminine thing was to surrender and just realize like okay these aren't fitting into your schedule for a reason like you Mm -hmm. need time to just relax so I cut out certain things like it wasn't that I cut it out it's that I took the pressure off of myself of wanting Mm -hmm. to incorporate so many things. So I do my matcha and breath work and the other things that I fit in just feel like a little bit extra. And it's like, man, okay, I feel today. Okay. I have a little bit of time. I'll pull some tarot cards today, but I'm not Mm -hmm. trying so hard to fit so much in. It just felt very toxic masculine to me, even though I was Mm -hmm. trying to do the opposite. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah, I'm just applauding you, sis, because that is so important. It's so important. I work with so many women and this idea of like, okay, I need to learn about all the goddesses and I need to, you know, have my goddess practice and I need to take my sensual bath and then I need to like make sure that I'm stretching and doing my yoga and all of this. And it's like, Oh, absolutely. You can do that if it if it makes sense for you. Like if that isn't stressing you out, then great. Yes. But even me, like my work schedule is very relaxed. Yeah. And Shane and I laugh all the time about how we can literally 
spend an entire day just doing our dedication practices. Yes. Like having sex, br- doing our breath yes. work, doing our meditation. Like by the time we do that shit, by the time we have our matcha and our like, e- you know, eggs, whatever it is, holy shit, we have, it's literally 3 p.m. Yes. And we're like ready for three. bed. Like <laughs> it's, <laughs> so if you're out there and you're like, okay, well, when the hell am I going to do all of this stuff? Choose one thing, even if it's just making it intentional and lighting your incense in the morning. Yeah. Like just one thing, light, light your incense, That's get it. some dim light bulbs yeah. and like just dim the lighting in your house or put a little dimmer switch on or something like that. Yeah. Paint one thing on the weekend. Like whatever it's going to be, make one home cook meal. You do not have to immediately like have this full blown morning routine. Yeah, one new thing. Yeah, like I said, and I'm not trying to like you know give so much advice, but it's like it has taken me ten years to get to a place where I kind of know what things I want to do during the day, and it doesn't feel like a chore. Yep. And there are days that I don't do it. I literally said today, today I lit my candles. I pulled cards. I I did my whole morning routine up until that point. Yeah. But I didn't meditate. I didn't do my hoppe. And I barely read my tarot cards because yeah. I pulled them. And then Shane and I were talking about our house. And I was like, shit, I didn't read the cards. And now I'm, you know, confused. But whatever. Yes. It's over. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I think that that is so important. And I think another thing is the most important thing in life is unconditional love. And Mm. that's for yourself, most importantly. And then also friendships and partnerships that show unconditional love. So a lot of the time I see people doing so much and it's like, yeah, I have oh, I do this and this and this and this. And it's like, well, have you fit in time for love? Like, are you fitting in time to love yourself, to love others? I I think that sometimes we miss the point. And I think that that is very divine feminine is making sure that you have time for that. Mm, Proud sister moment. (laughs) I'm feeling so proud of you. I'm feeling so proud of you. You're speaking a totally different language than you were speaking three months ago. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You have literally become fluent in this. It's so incredible. Thank you. I just, I just that sentiment alone is so important. Mm. It's so important. Mm. I just want to, everybody really rewind that and listen to what Cammie just said. The most important thing in your life is unconditional love for yourself. It's really for yourself so that it can radiate out and you can decide who else is deserving of that, like your child, right? Like you, you, it, it begins with you. And if you are doing, doing, doing all the right things, and unfortunately I know so many people like this where they're doing all the right things, they're doing it, they're doing it. They know absolutely everything there is to know about spirituality. And they're still so frazzled in their head because they're not taking the time to sink into their truth in their heart. Yeah. So that's the most important thing you can do is to become best friends, best lovers, Mm -hmm. best soulmate connection with your own heart. Yes. 
And if you are not making time for that, and I mean it might actually be saying no to every invitation that you get for the next five months until you feel like you can really show up. Yes. It might be doing nothing but just laying on your floor. Yeah. It might be doing nothing but meditating or breathing, like whatever it is for you. But yes, Cammie. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Like I am just snapping (laughs) because I only have one hand or I'd be clapping. Yeah. But that is so important. And that really is the basis of your divine feminine. Mm -hmm. If and if you're feeling like you're disconnected from your feminine and it's like, oh, well, I want to put on more makeup and I want to cook more and I want to, you know, whatever it is. Check yourself because your divine feminine, the only thing that it means is that it's a focus on your heart. Yes, it really does. It really means that. And the focus on your heart is the concept of when you think of your heart, right? Let's let's have a conversation. I've never talked about it in this way before, but this is just coming to me right mm-hmm. now. When you think about your heart, we think about the physical heart and the spiritual heart, but for some reason they both feel like they're in the same place in your body. Mm-hmm. When you say your heart, it kind of – it's like you want to touch your chest, right? Your heart is just being all day. It's being. It's beating for you. It's just there, pumping blood through your body. It's just this space. It's being, being, Mm -hmm. being, boom, boom, be, boom, boom, be, boom, boom, be. Your mind is – at the whim of whatever the hell is going on in your life, mm-hmm. right? So your mind can get so chaotic. We, who knows how many thoughts we can have at once? Yes. But it's like just a million. And so you're constantly trying to distract yourself and tend to that and, you know, driving and having no idea how you got to a place mm. and just like, all of this stuff. Marrying your spatial awareness of your heart, boom, boom, be, boom, boom, be, with the calmness of your mind – And really focusing on words like, I trust myself, I trust the universe, Mm -hmm. I surrender, I receive, I receive, I receive, Mm -hmm. I'm able to give from a place of overflow, not from a place of lack. You know, like those concepts are divine feminine because they are a direct rebuttal to the senselessness of our mind. Yes. Our mind can become so unraveled and so chaotic that we've, we're acting in response to that all the time. Yeah, In response to it, in rebuttal to it, like constantly trying to, you know, assuage and, and – And like fight our mind almost. <laughs> fight your mind. Yeah. Instead of sinking into the bee of the spiritual heart. And yes. so that – is that's where the divine feminine is. So when you hear of the words trust, surrender, receive, um, those are so that you can tap into what it really feels like to honor what it is to be a woman yeah, or somebody who identify. I'm talking about the divine feminine. So it's whatever body that's in. Yes. The divine feminine in whatever body that's in because it's, it's in, in bodies all with, bodies. Just as much as it is in bodies with vulvas. Yeah. But it's that practice of trusting, surrendering, and receiving. Yes. And loving. Yeah, and loving. And honestly, when you tap into unconditional love, you're really tapping into God and you're tapping into creativity. Like Mm -hmm. those things all 
run so closely together. And when you are able to receive and to be, that is also when your most creative energy starts to flow. So that's Mm -hmm. why when I've gone through this journey, it's like all of a sudden I'm singing, I'm painting, I'm like really loving to cook. And it's like, where is all this coming from? I used to never identify as being creative. And if you listen to the very first episode, it's like, I'm a fun seeker. I'm a multitasker. I'm all of this. And it's like, I almost need to reintroduce myself because I finally (laughs) am in touch with God. I'm in touch with myself. I'm in touch with my feminine energy. And to me, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I am a creative being. Like we are all creative beings. It's just, we don't give ourselves enough time to discover and explore that within ourselves. Wow. Yeah. People, you know, I think a lot of the time, especially in society right now, women are supposed to do it all. And we talk about this all Mm -hmm. the time. It's like, be the mom, be the business bitch. Like, be the best girlfriend, wife, whatever you're going to be, you know, show up for everyone, hold space. And it's like, we're losing the actual part of us that's so incredible, which is this creative divine feminine being. And the only way to tap into that is to literally give yourself a fucking break. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like give yourself a break. Like a long break. I know. Like, A weekend isn't enough. Yeah. If you can, it's taking a break and cutting out as much as you can and really trusting that's what is meant for you is coming to you. Yeah. Going with the hard days, making a hard choice. If you think that it's just going to be this red carpet for you all the time and there's all of a sudden just going to be a sign from all of the gods that this is exactly the way you're supposed to go, (laughs) that's not coming. Yeah. Like it's in you already. It's in your intuition. It's in your healing. It's in your celebration of life. Yeah. So it's really been hard for me lately to talk about things in specifics and like, you know, do this which equals X outcome five different ways to heal X, Y, Z. Yeah. Like that stuff is kind of bullshit. I'm sorry, but like I've written it. I probably will write it in the future, but it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Great for a tagline. But really what you need to do is sit your ass down and don't do anything for a week and a half, like for two weeks, for three weeks, as much as you can. And I just have to say this too. There are so many more people that can do this who will listen to this right now and be like, I could never do that. Yeah. No, you can. No, you can. Write down. No, you can. (laughs) Write down exactly how much money you need so that you're not homeless and then take that much right now and do not do shit for three weeks. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm radical with this stuff. Like, you think you can't do it. You think you can't hire a coach. Yes, you can. How? How bad do you want it? Yeah. I don't like, and not everyone, of course I'm saying not everyone, but so many more people than they realize. And I'm saying this, like this comes, and we talk about this all the time from a privileged perspective. And this is also one of my favorite things to say. We are coming at this from a place of privilege, but if you are too, and you're not taking the opportunity to rest and give yourself time and tap into this shit, honestly, fuck you. (laughs) Like if you have the chance to do this, do this for those who can, for those who you feel like you wish could take this time, like 
people just have this unrealistic expectation of what it takes to live. And they're like, oh, I couldn't take a week off. I used to be that person. Oh, I can't take Mm -hmm. a couple extra days off. Yes, you can. Like, what was I thinking? If you're working for a company who doesn't value the mental health and like you needed to take some time off, they're doing it wrong. So is that really a place you want to be a part of in the first place, number one? And also like you really can take more time than you think to just relax. (laughs) And also realizing that if your car payment is astronomical, if your rent is astronomical, if you're, you know, I don't know how we got into this like financial conversation, but it is basically just because we equate, we equate time off with some kind of like failure or weakness and that if we take it that there's like something that isn't like hard working about you right like I hear that all the time that was like a huge thing for me is like when I would I basically took that whole year off or like whatever it was and literally lived on credit cards like I'm not joking yeah I would take out zero interest credit cards I'm not saying that's the right way to do this but I don't know if I would ever have gotten to the place that I'm in right now if I didn't take that risk yeah I'm not saying go into a bunch of debt. I'm just saying I'm so sick of hearing this this stupid bullshit argument of like, oh, I could never do that. Really? Well, then do you want to be miserable for the rest of your life? Because <laughs> yeah. you are miserable right now. And if yeah. you can't do it and you're convincing yourself that you can't, of course you can. Yeah. Like, okay, good luck, Susan. Yeah. I don't know why we always say Susan, it's always but it's Susan. like, good luck. Yeah. And also, I will say one more thing. It's not going to get easier. Like things come up in life. Like if you're hearing this and you're in your 20s and 30s and you're like enjoying life, maybe, you know, in a relationship, whatever, like you think taking time off as you get older is going to feel better? Like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, oh, I can do, I'll do that when I have this much saved. I'll do this when blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. It's never going to get easier. And time is so precious. Like today could be our last. And if you feel like, what you really need to do is like slave away in the office and and be unhappy. I'm sorry, but you're just dead wrong. Yeah. Dead wrong. And if you're already making good money or you own your own business and you still feel like you can't take a social media break or you can't do certain things, but you're already making bank, like let's say you have a hundred grand in the bank. Let's say that you have money in the bank and you're renting or you have a low mortgage or whatever it is, and you still are saying that you can't do it or you have to show up in a particular way. Or if you're touting and like being really proud that you're a workaholic and you think that that's a great quality it's not like it's actually (laughs) traumatic for your body to to identify as being a workaholic and like really owning that and saying I'm a workaholic that's just what I do but then you're also miserable on the back end and you don't have enough time to light your incense in the morning or enough time to like have a beautiful matcha by yourself and pray or meditate or whatever it is that ain't it no It ain't it. And I'm not saying this to shame you. There's no shame here. There's no judgment here. What it is, is I just want people to, to be in truth with themselves. Is it your truth that you are a workaholic and you don't have time? Or is that a story that you've created around your identity? Yeah, exactly. And are you actually a workaholic or are you creating distraction to face some shit in your life? Mm Mm-hmm. We could really go on about this forever because I feel so passionate about it. And I also feel very passionate that 
no, this is not shame. We're just trying to break some societal norms. Like we're trying to have you think a little bit differently than what basically the world has been telling us forever, which is just doing, doing, doing gets you ahead. Like don't take all your vacation days. You'll stand out. The way to get promoted is to stand out, to not take time off, to put in extra hours. It's like everything that or most things I would say in this corporate America society is revolved around money, which literally doesn't mean shit. It's just an energetic exchange. Mm -hmm. And if you want to put all of your time into a business or into something that isn't actually feeling good. Even this can happen so easily to entrepreneurs too. Like if you have a business and all of a sudden the main thing that you – like you start a business because, well, either you see major financial – um, return yeah po- possibilities mm-hmm. like if you start some kind of drop shipping company or something you're probably not passionate about towels but that's just what's making money <laughs> um, or the second thing is like you begin something because you want to help people a lot of people in the coaching space were on fitness journeys or on spiritual journeys etc but what happens is all of a sudden you go from that like signing your first client which is like yay to now you're pumping out as much content as you possibly can because you are seeing how many people are signing up and it's like oh my god I'm making this money making this money making this money now I have to show up now I have to show up and guess what you're a monkey again Mm. you're a monkey for your own business yeah so like just remember like the reason that we're doing things it comes back to what's the intention what's the intention what's the intention Mm -hmm. And if the intention is to continue to grow and to have passive income coming in or whatever it is, just just take note of that. Yeah. Yeah. Really align your passion. And I think I I do want to co- cover a couple um, of the divine feminine practices. And I think we've oh, yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of gone over this. And then, of course, we get into something about societal norm and money because this has basically become a passion for both of us after leaving corporate America. But I will just say a couple of things that I love to do to tap into divine feminine energy. My favorite one is walking (laughs) and walking Mm. without my shoes. No music. Like really just asking myself and I – saw this in a very cool breathwork community called Awaken Breathwork. Um, You can look them up. They're fantastic. They give little five-minute free breathwork things if you're interested in getting into um, more breathwork like that, like I was talking about earlier. Walking and thinking, what is my intuition telling me? And this is a question I have been thinking on and like really letting sink into myself lately because I think that sometimes my (laughs) reptile human brain is mistaken for my intuition. And I think that that happens a lot. Like our overthinking, the anxiety, like a lot of the times that isn't your intuition. It's like really tapping Mm -hmm. in deeply to your heart and thinking, what do I need to know? What are you showing me? And I think I think a lot of the time for what, what people will notice is that our intuition is trying to tell us to be calm. I've noticed mm-hmm. that a lot lately. It's like, man, I think my intuition's actually very quiet. I think that what I'm needing right now is to just be in this kind of calm space and not let anxiety take over. So 
I love that tapping into what my intuition tells me walking without my shoes on and Mm -hmm. also it's getting kind of cold out now but just simply rubbing dirt all over my body (laughs) has felt very (laughs) feminine (laughs) I've been giving myself a lot of massage lately like doing it in the shower um massaging my body and stretching when we're if we're watching something on tv just a lot of that stuff has been making me feel super feminine Mm, super feminine that's so nice aside from creativity because that's been huge for me but I know a lot of people won't or maybe might not try to pick up a paintbrush. I would try that though. (laughs) Honestly, I think you'd be very surprised. Like just finding a creative outlet for people, whether that's journaling and writing or painting, singing, dancing. A lot of these Mm -hmm. things have become very sacred in my practices. And I didn't even know that that was inside of me until I just picked up a paintbrush and I was like, man, mm-hmm. what could I do? This is something new. This is something fun. Yeah, I I really love that. And then I'll I'm just gonna mention one more thing. This is kind of a line along the lines of like spirituality and healing. And what the girl asked earlier, explain your spiritual healing practices, whatever. My healing practices have been really tuning into my emotions. Ooh, I love that. Yes. And it's something that I will be sort of guiding people into in my one-on-one healing sessions, but really tapping into the emotion and not letting yourself hold back. Like if I'm going to cry, I'm going to freaking cry. Like I'm going to cry my mm-hmm. ass out. I'm going to play really sad songs so I can keep crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that. And then also lately it's like, am I – angry am I mad and like like letting out grunting noises (laughs) and feeling my emotions yes Mm -hmm. feeling the spectrum sad happy like being really happy um being really angry feeling the realm of emotions has made me feel a lot more feminine it's really helped in my healing it also really will help in your relationships yes That's one thing like I love I've never been so emotional before. Yeah. And we talked about this before, like the difference between um, being fragile and being emotional or is that what we said? Yeah. The difference. Mm. between Yeah. Sensitive and fragile. Yes. Um, But like emotional, a lot of women will get like pinned as being crazy if you're emotional. I'm not talking about using emotion against your partners like I'm not saying try to cry or try to go crazy or throw stuff like that's a different thing but if you're really tuning into what emotion you need to express like I've been having a lot of stuff come up about former partners like Mm -hmm. just feeling like oh my god that was actually pretty abusive like just things that have been coming up for me and so I'll just say to Shane like I'm having this tension in my heart and I don't know what it is like I don't know how to express it and then just like talking about it with him I'll be like oh it's actually sadness or it's actually rage or it's frustration or like inner child stuff coming up about not feeling seen or whatever it is but I wanted to comment on something that you said, Cami, which I think is so important about the grunting and like the, the like, uh, like <laughs> yeah. that noise, like, uh, uh, like making, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a like child birthing noise. <laughs> it is, but that, like, specifically, 
well, we didn't talk about this before and, you know, now it's kind of running out of time, but I think that our womb is so important. And when you think about noises, if we, if we talk about the chakra system, the root and the sacral chakra are down at the very base. The root is kind of like right in your perennial, like underneath your genital area. And then your sacral chakra is when you're a woman, it's your womb. When you're a man, it's, you know, your like testy area or like not your testy area, but the, um, prostate between your belly button and your pubic bone yeah. basically and the noises for those lower chakras are uh like if you listen to a singing bowl it's the very like bah, mm-hmm. those sounds but allowing yourself to find those sounds at the bottom of your exhale uh, and letting those come out letting those sounds come out it wakes up that feminine energy inside of you mm-hmm. and those noises are actually also sex noises like it might yeah. sound you know silly for me to be having an orgasm and go uh but a lot of times when i'm coming now it's like fuck it's deep it's deep those are the sounds of your lower chakras yeah and that's also where your talking- sexual energy is is hell yes and and your femininity so if you're still up here ah, 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 that is more throat that's more heart but that isn't tapping into those lower chakra systems which is where your divine femininity lives so anyway yes I love that that was a lot (laughs) yeah no I do think that's really good tapping into it really is just tapping into the full range of emotion and I think that we are shown that the high pitch like you know pretty looking sounds are what's more feminine but it's actually it can be that and also like the deep rooted sound so kind of tapping into where that is in your body can make you feel a lot more feminine and it can make you feel like you can easily tap into emotion sadness pain mm-hmm. anger happiness like all of it mm-hmm. is in the realm of the sound so i love the sounds <laughs> mhm mhm I've been loving Me sounds too. lately. The sounds are very important. Yeah. <laughs> and like doing those sounds too during masturbation or like self-massage. I love rubbing oils on myself, like specifically mom's body butter. And we can even just plug this right now. I own a bathing essentials company with my mom called Amber Bath. And it is such special, special products that you can yes. really rub on your skin and like feels so good. I rub those yes. every day on my skin and just say, uh, during that. <laughs> yeah. Say, uh, um, <sighs> okay. I don't want to answer any audience questions today. <laughs> well, I think we, we did. We answered the big kahuna one. Yeah. We answered a massive one. And, uh, the other one is about sex, but I don't really want to f- do it. I, I don't feel like it fits. So we'll incorporate that one in maybe next week or the week after. But I love that. I think we're wrapping today at this close to our mark, which is usually our sweet spot. And we love you. The witch, the femme is inside of every person. And <laughs> we hope that this helps in kickstarting some spiritual practices for you. Remember, the most important thing is really to just be the unconditional love within mm-hmm. yourself. That is tapping into your witch, tapping into the feminine within you. 
So don't put so much pressure to do a ton of things at first. Work in what makes sense in your schedule, what's realistic for you to Mm -hmm. stay consistent and just build from there when it feels natural. Don't flip the script and try to do all this shit and then you're missing the whole point, which is just to be. So Yep. We love you. Follow at the Den Mothers for our podcast page, our personal pages at She Wolf Lauren and at Camille Misbach for other endeavors. And we'll see you next week for episode 20. We'll s- <laughs> episode 20. Yay.